and come to mommy. Hey guys, welcome to the Final Boys. This is another mini-sode, and uh, we're joined by the Bites and Brews guys, Robert and Tony. Hey-o. And Hey-o. Uh, what are we doing here, Dustin? We are going to um, <laughs> we're going to listen to a couple stories that uh, Rob and Tony brought for us uh, that didn't fit within the time restraints that our full episode had. Right. Yeah. Bonus cool. content because. Bonus content. This yeah, is uh, we talk way too much. <laughs> yeah, so they brought some cool stories. Uh, we we asked them to bring a story if they could, and they both have stories, which is really neat. So we're going to listen to them for a few minutes, and their beautiful voices. Is it going to be just us? Are you? Do you guys have anything for this? Um, I have a story. I can tell you a story. Sure. I mean, if you well, I, I actually I didn't tell one fun fact about the last episode. Oh yeah, go. For I it. will tell you the fun fact with my story. Cool. I'm down for that. Cool. Um. Yeah, let's not make this two and a half hours. Go. Wait, it was two and a half hours last episode? No. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> am, I, am I going for it? Right, okay, okay. I'll go first. I'll go first. So this is the first gaming-related, like, horror myth story. Okay, so mine is about the game called Kill Switch. And I'm not talking about the PlayStation 1, like, cover base shooter. No, oh, yeah. That's going, what I thought it was. This is going way before that. Hmm. So there's this game called Kill Switch that was released in 1989 by the Kavina Corporation. All right? Uh, yes, I know them pretty pretty, pretty yes, fluently. Everybody, everybody knows the Kavina Corporation. Yeah. Hideo? Yeah, yeah. Kojima was behind it. <laughs> Kojima was not behind it. Okay. On the surface, and I'm going to read this straight off their Wikipedia page because yeah, I don't want to lose any details. So... On the surface, it was a variant on the mystery or horrors, horror survival game, a precursor to the Mist and Silent Hill franchises. The narrative showed the complexity for which Caravina was known. Apparently, they have a little bit of a history. Hmm. Yeah. So, the graphics were monochrome, vague gray, and white shapes against a black background. Slow M- MIDI versions of a Czech folk songs played throughout. So there was very like MIDI versions of the audio going on in the background. Check folk game. songs. Check specifically. Remember that because this plays into the rest. Of yes, the, sir. The I story. will. Yes. Check. Check spelled C Z E C H. Yeah. So the players could choose between two avatars. You have a invisible demon named Gast or a visible human woman named Porto. Playing as Gast made it considerably more difficult because you could not see the character and it was kind of a platformer so you kind of had to judge the distance and you couldn't do that if you couldn't see the character but if you played as Porto you can see the character but she also didn't have as many like powers as Gas did. Gas had like a flame like mechanic and all that so what platform was this on? This was 1989, dude. This was like old NES. school. Was it NES or it was, was it PC? Uh, oh, yeah, it was old school PC. Wow. And it was wow. also, and it was a couple like restricted arcade. Okay, restricted arcade. But Porto had one ability. That was the human woman. Her ability was to randomize her growth 
she can expand and contract in size to make it over the course of certain platformer games. A Kansas engineering grad claimed to have figured out the pattern involved, but for reasons which will become obvious later, we'll talk about that later, Porto awakens in the dark with her wounds on elbows. She she opens, she just, she wakes up and it's a dark cave and she wakes up, she's got like scratches on her elbows, right? Alright, that's, that's the beginning of this game. Seeking a way out, she ascends through the levels of a coal mine, which she sl- is slowly revealed that she was once an employee of. All right, she, she worked at this coal mine. She starts investigating, and as she's investigating, she starts running into demonic foremen, demonic bodies that were possessed that she's she's being attacked by, so she has to kind of run away from. Keep in mind, this is 1989, mm-hmm. so there's not great graphics here. Yeah, it's really eight bits. So she, essentially, it's just a bunch of blocks running away from other blocks. No, okay. And then she's going through tubble, She's going through tunnels. Eventually, she gets under. She gets out of the underground. She gets to the factory. And then, essentially, what happens is, as you start like rising above these like warehouse tunnels and stuff like that. You start you start meeting more de- demons. You start meeting more of these like like possessed machines. It's like a factory worker situation. So it's hmm. like I love Lucy. Where that whole scene where she's like in that the conveyor like, belt scene. Yeah, yeah, the conveyor belt scene. But it's like demonic and things are trying to kill her. Think hmm. of that. Interesting. All right. And then essentially, what happens as she starts making her way up and she starts like gaining powers. Essentially, she starts escaping. So, this is where the shitty, like, this is this is where the crazy, like, twist horror transition happens. Hmm. So, all this crazy, like, 8-bit, not-so-scary shit because, like, the graphics are kind of terrible, so it's not s- super frightening. Mm-hmm. But eventually you get to the end of the game, and when you beat the game, or when you think that you beat the game, hmm. the whole screen goes white, mm-hmm. and the game erases itself from your computer. What? The game is no longer on your computer that you downloaded it on. What? That's... So, the game is no longer there. You've erased it. It's gone. And this has happened to a lot of American players where this, this essentially, this game got developed in an international country and it got ported over. And it kind of lost its edge because when you beat the game, it deletes itself from your computer. So a lot of players stop playing it because it's gone. And you played, you paid money for this game, and it's, it disappeared. And a lot of people was like, eh, fuck this game, mm-hmm. you know? And everyone picked Porto, the woman, because playing as Gas the Ghost was too hard to play. You couldn't get through the platforming levels. You couldn't do any of that stuff. So everyone's first playthrough was always Porto. And when they beat the game and it erased itself from their hard drive, they were like, I'm not going to play this game anymore. Mm -hmm. And then a couple decades later, after this game seemingly disappeared, it showed up on eBay. And this, this specific player, let me find his name. Yamamoto Ryuchi of Tokyo. Sounds right. That sounded really sounded good, really actually. Good, yeah. Believable. He bought the game in 2005 for $733,000. Dollars or yen? That doesn't sound no, right. No, there's a dollar sign. Because it was the first time that game showed up after two decades. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. So, question for you. Do, does it say in your story, does, does he play it and beat it? He does. Oh. No, no, he plays it. Mm-hmm. I can't verify that he beats it because this is where the really crazy shit happens. So, he specifically bought that game, Mr. 
Ryuchi specifically buys this game because he is going to do a YouTube Let's Play playthrough of the game where he plays as Ghast, the character that nobody ever beat the game with. And the only video to show up on his YouTube channel after he makes that claim is a video of him with the essentially title screen reflecting off of a mirror in the background and he's just sitting there staring at his computer screen. And here's the kicker. This is what makes it really fucked up. He's straight up crying the entire time. Hmm. So he's just staring at the title screen, crying. And that is the only visual evidence you will ever find of this game being played almost a decade and a half later after it's been released. And to this day, that game's never been beaten by Gast. Maybe he's crying because he spent seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> he like, says, "Why I did I spend all this fucking?" It's so He's just bummed because he's poor, dude. Yeah. Okay, so I don't have a. Uh, mine's pretty simple. I don't really have like a story uh, per se, but uh, we kind of talked about this earlier tonight at dinner. Um, for me, it's like so video games and horror. Like, of course, there's horror games out there and such, but there's some games that have just completely fucking ruined me in some aspects. Like, um, my experience was Resident Evil 2. You mentioned this earlier. And the reason why it's Resident Evil 2 is not just because, oh, it's scary. It's because of the situation where it was just when and where I played it. So uh, this is when Resident Evil 2 first dropped. I went back home to New York to visit some family. And I went over to my cousin's house. You know, and him and I are the same age. Uh, we kind of grew up together. He's an awesome dude. And um, their parents let them uh, take over the whole basement. And so, of course, have you ever been back east? Every house has a creepy, dark, damp basement. That's just normal with homes back in New York. So their parents let them take over the basement and uh, the washer and dryer down there and everything. But what happens is you go down the stairs and it's just an all-cement basement. It's super dark. There's just a fridge in the corner, a washer and dryer, and a couch in the middle of the room. And, of course, the couch is facing a giant TV and speakers. So the only light source in that entire basement is the screen emitting light. So, of course, I walk down there, and he's like, dude, we just picked up. You know, we're like, what, nine years old at this point? Ten, maybe? Maybe a little bit older. But he's like, dude, you know, Resident Evil 2 just came out. You got to check this game out. And I'm like, oh, I've never I've never even played Resident Evil 1. And he's like, fuck Resident Evil 1. This one's going to be better. <laughs> and so I remember, well, we were kids. We didn't talk like that. <laughs> but I remember. Um, Screw they, that, man. That sucks. <laughs> I remember um, that they they started it up. Like, it was his older brother and him and myself. And they started the game up. And I'm watching. And it's the very beginning of the game where you're Leon, right? right. And you're going through the, uh, the Star Headquarters or whatever, the police station. And... <laughs> the first time you see the liquors, dude. Mm. And so that dripping wet sound of the blood leaving the ceiling and hitting the floor just stuck with me so much because we were in a fucking cold, drippy, damp basement hmm. with one light source, and that was just the game itself. 
it fucking got me, dude. The atmosphere wrecked me. I was like, this is the most terrifying shit of my life right here <laughs> when they pan up and show the liquor. Go back to it now, it's like, look at those fucking shitty graphics, dude, <laughs> you know? Well, we'll wait for the remaster that's coming. Dude, so the remaster they announced at E3, fuck yes. Fuck yes. Did, I, did you end up beating Resident Evil 2? Oh, as a kid? Yeah. Back then, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. But so you've experienced the, like, the double mirror. Double mirror? Yeah. I don't remember like, that. The, the like, police interrogation room double mirror. Oh, when it, yeah, jumps to, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, so that's cool as fuck. It's a one-way mirror. Okay, fine. One-way mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. Um, that's fucking awesome. Which is a little, uh, little known fact is actually polished silver. Whoa! High five, too sweet. You can see through silver. Crazy. So yeah, my story's not that crazy, but it just uh, I don't know, man. I think I think when it comes to horror video games, it's all about atmosphere. Um, Another perfect example that is PT when it came out a couple years ago. Jesus Christ, dude! So I still have PT on my PS4 right now. Do you? What? Yeah. Sell it. it. Well, so. Sell it. No, I just got my new PS4. I transferred it from my old PS4 to this new PS4 and it Pro. Transferred. And it works. Uh, we need to have D'Angelo play this game. Yes. So that's why I didn't sell my PS4, because I yes. could have got more money for it. I waited, and I was able to transfer it to uh, an external hard drive, and then backed it up, and then transferred it to my new PS4. Oof. So I did that because I wanted to keep PT more than anything. Yeah. Um, it works. I have it right there on my new 4K fucking PS4. Um, PT, when it came out, I rem- remember playing it um, at my old house, and I just I, there was this awesome moment. Like I already played through it once, and it terrified the fuck out of me, but we were all still super confused, and like we didn't know all the little nooks and crannies and secrets about it yet. Um, but I remember sitting on the couch and it was like a group, a whole group of friends. There was like six or seven of us in the room and it was dead silent. No one could take their eyes off of it. We were all terrified sitting in the dark trying to play through this game. This was what, three years ago? Yeah. yeah we're all yeah. fucking adults, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it, it's just awesome because it brought me back to that feeling back in the basement playing Resident Evil. Yeah. It was just so terrifying and it grabbed everyone. Fucking play PT. That's all I have to yeah, say. If, if you, you if you can, have the opportunity, if you can play it, don't watch the videos. The videos are cool, but playing it is a whole different ballgame. So I really wanted to do Majora's Mask, the the Skull Kid, hmm. the Ben file thing. But right, that's entirely too long. Yeah, I yeah, think they, so. They talked about doing that as like a, as a it's on that we we definitely have you back as so, a own episode. Um, one of the other backup ones that I had was uh, Fallout New Vegas. Huh. Mm. Anyone played played Fallout New Vegas? Yeah, yes, it was, yeah. It was yeah. a good Fallout game. Right. Um, it wasn't better than 3, but it was a good game. There's a radio station in that um, called Lone Wolf Radio. And okay. it's actual. It's a location that you can go to in the game um, with broadcasting equipment. Huge, like, you know, there's um, a mic, mic set up and, like, a switchboard and, like, a huge tower, a broadcasting tower. Um, and when you go into it, the whole inside of the place is just like there's just like blood strewn about like everywhere just like you know which isn't really all that out of place in the fallout settings um but for some reason that one piece um and like i don't know if this is true or not um and i don't know how you would go about finding out if it is or isn't true but um people are saying there's actual lore to that one specific area with this one dj whose name was lone wolf and that's how the radio station started, Lone Wolf Radio Station. Um, he would 
stop his broadcast at like 11 o'clock at night and then come back at like 3 in the morning and start his broadcast again and each time he had a different child on the air and he would straight up murder the child on the air every night and eventually shit got out of hand I guess worse worse (laughs) somehow like after he started murdering children, yeah. shit got a hand. Yeah, so the and, and so there's the the word around is that it was something that was in the game and then didn't do all that well once people found out about it via like beta testing or what have you. Oh, okay. And then they took it out of the game before the final release. Um, but um, it would give you a mission where you would go there and then you could either stop him. Or help him murder children, which would open up the game to like have you murder more children, which is something that Bethesda games have never done. Right. So, um, it's kind of like an up in the air thing if it ever actually happened, or if Bethesda would ever actually admit to something like that happening. Which, I mean, once you've played a Fallout, you kind of you kind of kind of push the edges with the rest of them because you're just playing the same game over and over again so I don't put it past someone to have put it in the game at one point in time but just the fact that it ever got to that point of whether it did or didn't actually exist but like the, the thought of like that being potentially in the game is like unnerving yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well, I mean, if you think about the previous Fallout and even, like, Bethesda games in general, a lot of people complained about the fact that you couldn't kill, like, children, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about, like, previous Bethesda games, you can murder any fucking NPC that you wanted when it came to, like, Elder Scrolls and, like, the Fallout series, but you could never kill kids. Yeah. And, like... In the game, the kids were, like, the most annoying characters, so, like, mm-hmm. you have all this, like... Pent Pent up up aggression. Aggression. Like, we want to kill the fucking annoying kid characters, and then it probably built up to that level. Yeah. And then, like, so I could totally see something like that, and I could also totally see Bethesda realizing, maybe this isn't such a great idea. Yeah. And pulling it, like, last minute from the game. But it's gotten enough traction for people to have developed lore around it, too. Like like actual background story to this lone wolf guy right. and what happened after and and what what brought him to that point to begin with so lone wolf is a real like entity no well like real like in our world yeah no oh just in the fallout universe oh in the yeah. fallout universe i was like that's fucked up yeah no it's it's fucked up either way but if it was like real like what i was like yeah. we would have heard, heard about radio. this right yeah gacy uh, radio. john wayne gacy we did i did research for the john wayne gacy on our one of our urban legends episodes yeah, and yeah. it's like fuck that guy <laughs> that guy is fucked yeah holy shit I do. So um, I know some of our listeners might know that I used to stream exclusively uh, on Twitch with like horror games, Dead yeah. by Daylight, um, you know, Resident Evil, stuff like that. Um, what was the other game that was like a horror game, like pretty recently? It, you, Friday you, the 13th? No, you went, no, fuck that game. <laughs> you went to like, a, like an asylum. Um, Outlast? Outlast. I couldn't get through. 
20 Dude, minutes Outlast. of that game without freaking the fuck Outlast out. That's pretty intense, man. Outlast 2. Did you play Outlast 2? Outlast 2. That's Outlast 2 shipped a special edition, mm-hmm. uh, if you didn't know, that came with a fucking diaper because they expected you to shit your pants. That game was that so intense? scary. Yeah. Well, it's they have a VR variant of it. So. Oh, I wouldn't play that in VR. That's, no, we played fine. that. Yeah, we played it in... We, they, they have a VR version of... Resident Evil 7. Yeah, that's the one we played. The demo that we played yeah. of Outlast is a VR version. Get the fuck out of here, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so like that's kind of what I was known for on Twitch, playing horror games. But um, the, the story I want to tell is a little bit more relaxed than that. It's uh, It has to do with um, the arcade game House of the Dead. Mmm... So it was like a shooter nice. arcade game where you had like an actual gun. Uh, you and another player can walk through this house of the dead and eventually get to this like last boss, beat him, and the game was over. Not gonna lie, I never beat it. Hmm. So this story has to do with beating it. Hmm. Um. So and also it has to do with the movie we just watched. So Stay Alive. The opening scene of Stay Alive. It, it's like an arrow shot where it kind of like drones in past the gates on this plantation mm-hmm. and that opening scene was taken straight from house of the dead really right mm-hmm. hmm. where you start like you start in the courtyard with you all you have is a gun mm-hmm. um unlimited bullets as long as you can reload shoot off the screen right shoot off the screen um but yeah you start off in the courtyard and then you make your way to the house of the dead so my buddy and i uh, matt morgan He's most likely not listening. He's way better things to do than listen to podcasts. Um, we are at um, fuck. What was it called? It was at the pavilions a long time ago. Um, Dave and Buster's. Not Dave and Buster's. No. At pavilions. Yeah, at the pavilions. I mean, Octane Raceway has a arcade, but no, no, it was before Octane Raceway. Back when, like the Harkins movie or the Fiddlesticks. 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 You're absolutely right. Fiddlesticks. It was Fiddlesticks. Um, okay, so it was this, like, um, franchise, like, arcade. Uh, it was like um, Dave & Buster's now, but it was, like... But it was way shittier. It was way shittier. Yeah. But they had House of the Dead 2. So, um, Matt and I, our parents gave us $20 each to spend at Fiddlesticks. And Solid. we said, we are not going to stop playing... <laughs> House of the Dead until we beat it, right? So we had $20 each in coins. Like, who died, we'd just, we would put the money in and, you know, right. we would we would play it until we beat it. That's all we wanted to play that, that night. So we get it. We get to the final boss. And, and like, we're, we are, like, 13 at this point. It was, like, there was things that scared us. There was things that, like, we we should have been better shots or we should have been, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> At but, 13? I don't know. Um, we were, like, we were like so pumped. And we were getting to the end and we were fighting the final boss. All we had to do was beat the final boss and we still had tons of coins left. We could We could have killed the final boss, no problem. It was this time last year. Or it was this time, like, fucking when I was 13, right? Monsoon season. The whole fiddlesticks went under power power <laughs> outage. Everything shut off as we were playing the final boss. Uh, 
frustrating, dude. We were so devastated. I I'm not afraid to admit it. I started tearing up. I was yeah. like, we spent at this point fifteen dollars each on this <laughs> game, just trying to beat it. Yeah, that's all we wanted to do. It's like our parents dropped us off here. That's all. We, all we want to do is beat this game. Power outage. Fuck man, that's brutal, dude. That's like yeah. the worst. That's the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> and we were at the final boss. It was like this guy that would like break out into bats and then come back together, and then you had to shoot at him, and then he'd break into bats and like fuck you up and so did you just lose all hope and never go back to it we lost all hope and the and they're like sorry <laughs> they said sorry and then that we can use our credits to go um do go-kart racing so that's what we did <laughs> <laughs> that's a victory yeah. then there's go-kart sad go-kart. oh no it's called outer limits it was called outer limits it wasn't fiddle six yet yeah it was outer limits sweet yep sorry Damn, that's that's pretty poopy man yeah, it wasn't scary at all, but no, it was still, just, it's uh, a horror video game, you know. I, I I have plenty of scary. You can watch my replays on Twitch. <laughs> your friend Dustin, yeah. there's plenty of shout out, uh, shout out to your friend Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. I'll never stream again. I'll never stream again. I know. Uh, there was also that fun variant, Typing of the Dead, that came out for the Dreamcast. What is it? Yeah. Typing of the Dead. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Uh-uh. Yeah, played it. it was House yeah, of the yeah. Dead, and you had to have a keyboard for the Dreamcast, and yeah. you had to like type out words to shoot them instead of shooting on the screen. Oh yeah, my jeez! It was it was terrible, but it was like almost as bad as the movie was. Yeah. Did you see the controller that was like the GameCube controller, but it's a QWERTY keyboard also? And Dude, it was oh, huge. Sides, yeah. So fucking ugly and clunky, and I wish you. I, w- I bet you wish you had that right now, uh, just to have it. No, yeah. no, come on! No, actually, I wish I—I I never bought a Dreamcast, and I wish I have one. Well, that's that was for GameCube. Oh, yeah, GameCube, Dreamcast, Dreamcast. My GameCube. Dreamcast is right here. I wish I had a GameCube too. I never bought like after games are next to Sega Genesis and Sega Game Gear. I never bought any other Sega Rush oh, twenty forty nine for, for the Dreamcast. Dude, I'm all about my dream Rush, though. <laughs> Rush was cool, man. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that was some you know scary, horror-related video game stuff that uh, we've all experienced or played. Or You guys should go check out if you can find any of those games. Uh, obviously, you can't find Tony's game because that's incredibly rare. Unless you have an extra $700,000 yeah. laying around. Yeah. Um, and your own death wish, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty cool, guys. Thank you for being on yet again. Where can we find you? Um, YouTube.com slash Bites and Brews, B-Y-T-E-S-N-B-R-E-W-S. You can also find us on Twitch.com or Twitch.tv slash Bites and Brews or anywhere. anywhere Facebook.com slash Bites and Brews, Twitter.com slash Bites and Brews, Instagram.com slash... It's just at Bites and Brews. Whatever, just social medias and shit. Just type in, you can Google us. At B Y T E S <laughs> space bar, the letter N, another space bar, B Y T. Oh, sorry, B R E W S. I just said bites, bites. Bites, bites, bites and bites. Bites and bites. Bites and bites. It's not hard. Bites and bites. It's all over the place. Just, you can find us. Search for bites and bites. Listen, if you try hard enough, you're going to fucking find us. <laughs> so definitely go ahead and check them out. You can find us at The Final Boys and at our website, which is www.finalboys.com. We are now HTTPS secured. Yeah. So yeah. Don't you... try and hack us, motherfuckers. <laughs> or try and hack us. Don't. We don't care. <laughs> don't. Don't. Our website means nothing. Don't do any of that. But uh, thanks again for listening this week, guys. And we will talk to you soon. We all survived tonight. Bye. Bye.